Are you tired of spending countless hours in the kitchen every week trying to figure out what to make and constantly overspending on takeout? My guide, Well Prepped, is here to revolutionize your mealtime routine by offering you the perfect solution. Prep once, cook twice, and enjoy delicious, macro-friendly meals all week long. The food struggle is real. You want to eat well-balanced meals that taste good. You want to make most of your meals at home, but don't want to be a slave to your kitchen. You know you should be eating more protein, but don't know how in the world to get it in. You're overwhelmed with just choosing a recipe you have saved, so you end up getting takeout again. Insert well-prepped, a guide I created to take the guesswork out of efficiently making delicious, macro-friendly meals. This guide provides you with eight weeks of recipes. Each week, you'll prep once for 30 minutes, cook twice, and then enjoy eating all week. That's right. The two recipes will make you a total of six meals. I even made Instacart links for all the weekly groceries you'll need so you don't even need to think about grocery shopping. I'm all about saving time, money, and mental energy when it comes to feeding my family healthy meals, and now I get to share that with you. Grab your copy of Well Prepped at aishazaza.com. And from my kitchen to yours, cheers to eating well and being well prepped. Welcome to the Mindset Mile podcast, the show that'll leave you empowered to take action towards becoming the turned up version of your already awesome self. I'm your host, Aisha Zaza, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the Mindset Mile podcast. Last week, I posted a story polling the listeners who follow me on Instagram to get a pulse of what you guys want more of. And like if you were enjoying the guest interviews lately, and I asked for topics or ideas of life that you're struggling with, or you want to hear more or learn more about on the show. And one of the responses was asking for a self-care routine. So I'm wasting no time getting to those topics. And I thought this would be a really great place to start. One, because it's been a really long time since I've talked about this specifically. So if you're done listening to this and you are inspired to hear a little bit more on this subject, scroll back pretty far to episode 10. It's called Why Self-Care is Important and Defining What It Means to You. I think it's going to be a great compliment to what you're listening to today and just get a little bit more of a robust look at why self-care is so important. And two, I believe very much in self-care, the importance of it. And I do practice self-care as a busy mom of two small kids and I work and I do all the things, right? So I want to share with you a little bit about what that looks like for me, because I feel like I've come to very realistic and simple terms with what self-care means to me amidst the constant blasting about things you need to buy or spend your money on in order to practice self-care the way that's trending. And because of that, because of all this marketing and the way that products and services are sold to us, I feel like the treat yourself mentality is guised as self-care. And here's my take. Most things that are true soul nurturing, cup filling, stress relieving, make your heart so happy self-care do not require you 
spend any money. New things and items only stay new for such a short period of time. And that doesn't mean that you don't stop really liking or enjoying the thing that you bought. But the luster of it being new and satisfying a actual self-care need is just so fleeting. It doesn't really, self-care doesn't exist in the form of things that we buy. So if you're an impulse shopper or you often retreat to that retail therapy, I want you to be really honest with yourself. Can you honestly think of one thing you've purchased over six months ago that, right, this was an impulse buy or you brought when you were feeling overwhelmed or stressed or sad? Can you think of one item over six months ago that you bought that still brings you the same dopamine hit as it did when the UPS guy dropped it off on your doorstep? My guess is that thing now blends in with all your other things, right? Like maybe you're glad it's still there and you still use it, but you probably now have your eye on the next thing that you want to buy or feel like you need or that's on your wish list. Am I right? So I'm also going to guess that you are a busy person. I don't know who you are. Maybe you're the workaholic. Maybe you're a stay-at-home mom. Maybe you're a working parent or a stay-at-home working parent. It doesn't matter. The baseline daily needs of everyday life are demanding. And then throw in an unforeseen circumstance or an event that takes time and planning or just anything out of the ordinary, it suddenly feels like the stress and overwhelm go up and you feel like you're burning the candle at both ends. So how does one practice self-care during those times? I want to start out by saying I view self-care as like two different categories. There's two different categories for me. So in one column, self-care is taking care of and fueling my body. So that type of self-care, those are somewhat bigger time commitments, like an hour at the gym or an hour at yoga or, you know, once every week or bi-monthly getting some body work done. Okay, so this is the type of self-care that needs a little bit more intention, a little bit more planning, because as you know, when it comes to this stuff, if it is not planned you'll likely put it off as the day goes on. And when other things that seem more important come up, guess what goes to the back burner? Your workout or that chiropractic appointment or the the massage that you need. You guys know by now I'm obsessed with my cozy earth bed sheets, but I feel like I haven't given enough attention to how comfortable and luxurious their loungewear is. Their pajamas and waffle bathrobes make every day at home feel elevated. And as a busy mom of two, those small moments and experiences fill me up and make me really happy. They're all made from temperature regulating fabrics, but still maintain a stylish and elegant fit. It honestly doesn't surprise me at all that Cozy Earth products have made Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row. This Valentine's Day, the perfect gift for anyone is the gift of everyday luxury. Shop for your loved ones or indulge on yourself this Valentine's Day 
with 35% off site-wide when you use the code MindsetMile. If you can spot a too-good-to-be-true health hack from a mile away and read labels like it's your job, congrats, you're a skeptic. And in this day and age, you really have to be with all the tricky and false marketing big companies use to get you to buy their product. And Ritual knows that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds your standards. Did you know that 97% of women ages 19 through 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet? And based on a clinical study, Ritual's Essential for Women 18 and Up multivitamin was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43%. I especially love that the company is a B Corp, meaning they're holding themselves accountable to not just their company's financial health, but also the health of people and our planet. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 and Up is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com backslash mindset mile. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 and Up multivitamin to your subscription today. That's ritual.com backslash mindset mile for 20% off. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. One of my New Year's resolutions was to get back to doing some therapy. And I'm really proud of myself to have gotten that ball rolling because I always feel like I show up as a much better version of myself when I'm paying attention to and putting in work to improve my relationship with myself as well as those closest to me. A common misconception about therapy is that it's for people who have experienced major trauma, but it's a really powerful tool to help learn positive coping skills, how to articulate your feelings and needs, and how to set boundaries. BetterHelp is entirely online and is designed to be convenient and flexible. So if you've been thinking of therapy, now's a great time to try BetterHelp. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com slash mindset mile today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash mindset mile. And then on the other side, As a mom of two small children, my job really never ends. And I have found very small ways to integrate self-care into my daily routine that brings me a sense of calm or peace or that just make me very happy, even when I'm really busy. So here are some things that feel very therapeutic throughout the day that take very little to no time to do. I light a candle in the bathroom when I'm in the shower and or getting ready for the day. And no matter how quick the routine might be, okay, so I still feel like a candle is self-care. I can't explain it, but if you know, you know, (laughs) okay. Another thing I do is I take my makeup off before I'm ready to go to bed. And I usually do this after we put the baby down, but before my three and a half year old goes down since she's about you know, she's awake about an hour longer than he is. So kind of in between those two uh, night times, I really take five minutes or so to wash my face, do my skincare routine, which in and of itself feels luxurious and like I'm taking good care of myself because I use amazing skincare and I get myself ready for bed before I'm exhausted and ready to just hit the hay So I'm not speeding through a nighttime routine. Those 
few minutes truly feel like some decompression time. And it feels like I'm doing something really great for my skin and for my body to just put my skincare on. It also means to me, like picking up a book 10 minutes before bed and letting myself unwind a little bit, even if it's just for a few minutes. I don't judge if I couldn't read 10 pages or stay up 10 more minutes. But instead of letting the working hours of my day and caretaking for my family take up every minute from the second that I open my eyes to the second that I close my eyes, I take a few minutes to just read and be mindless before I go to bed. Self-care to me is also preparing and making most of my meals at home. I mean, if I'm being honest, making your own food is one of the most underrated forms of self-care, period. I know some people don't like cooking or being in the kitchen. And if that's you, I just want to let you know or remind you that Self-care doesn't always look like doing things that are enjoyable, okay? Like cold plunging, for instance, right? This takes three minutes, but it's slightly agonizing if you're sitting in 40-degree water, especially if it's winter. Um, It's not exactly the most enjoyable experience, but that is absolutely a form of self-care that is going to serve you big time, Okay, but just because you don't enjoy it in the moment doesn't mean it's not self-care. So in those things that you just maybe enjoy less than other forms of self-care, I want you to find pleasure in knowing that what you're doing is showing yourself the highest form of self-love. But personally, (laughs) back to prepping food, when I'm prepping food before I actually need it, okay, and by need it, I mean before I'm hungry, I'm not like speeding through making food because I'm about to be hangry. To me, it's actually quite therapeutic. I get to turn on some music or you could plug in your favorite podcast or just listen to nothing at all. Okay. Maybe some of these examples or any of them don't even resonate with you or sound like self-care to you, but they don't have to. But I want to get your wheels turning about the little things that make you feel like you're doing something for yourself throughout the day. It doesn't need to look or be indulgent or time consuming. If you start working little bits of intentional ways to fill your cup into your day, you will feel a noticeable difference in your mood and in your nervous system. Stop overcomplicating it and stop comparing it to the person that takes a trip to Italy online and labels it as self-care for the gram, okay? It doesn't need to cost a ton of time or money. It's more about being consistent. And here is the biggest takeaway, the biggest takeaway. If you take away anything from this episode, realize that if you think you're too busy to take care of yourself, that that actually means you're too busy to not take care of yourself. How can you pour from an empty cup? You can't. Taking time for yourself is not selfish. It's actually an excellent way to say, I love you and you deserve me at my best to those you spend your time with. My guess is operating on empty or at your worst hasn't really been serving you or those around you. So try building a little bit more self-care into your days and in these small moments and see what that does for you. I really hope this helps. 
Send this to a friend today. Tag me on social so I can see what episodes you're loving. You can find me at Asia Zaza. I cannot wait to see you next week, my friend. Until then, make it a great day. 